Hi listeners, welcome back to Motivate, the motivation and inspiration podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Chris Stowe talking about advice to his younger self. Today's episode is really just a compilation of just great advice. It's all about stepping out of your comfort zone and getting started with things. As Chris puts it, who you are today is not the same person you'll be when you achieve your goals. So when you're getting started with something, don't expect to be the best at it. Don't expect to be the person that you think everyone will look to and don't expect to be perfect. One thing I took away from this clip is that when you're creating content, most people, if they wanted the best quality content, they'd go watch some professional studio do it. But if you're out there and you want to create content, Just know if you get on YouTube, people expect to interact with you and they expect it to be a lower quality. So you might as well get started. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you truly enjoyed today's episode. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Chris, I'm new to this thing, and I'm scared of being judged. What should I do? People want to be perfect uh, on on everything that they do. And we're transitioning into this time where you can share your journey as you're doing it. And it's actually much more interesting. If you look at some of the biggest YouTube influencers and elsewhere on social media, if you scroll all the way back to their beginning, their humble roots, they're not the same person you know of today. And it takes time to develop your craft and technique. And it's really cool to see that arc and that journey. Some of our OG, OG fans, they really love seeing the old videos so we haven't taken them down. Welcome to the school where we talk about the business of design and the design of business. This is our- and they say to me all the time, my God, how far you've come from being really tight on camera, just not knowing what words to say and stuttering and stumbling all the way through it. And there is something really cool. And I think your audience needs to hear this part, which is if you want a really slick, high, high, high gloss production, you'll watch HBO, you'll watch Netflix, you'll watch things that people spend hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to produce. And trying to do that on YouTube, I think is saying uh, the message to the wrong audience. They want immediacy. They want interaction like what you're doing today. And they want it to be conversational and they don't want it to be necessarily perfect. Chris, I like to try new things and I have many interests. Is that bad? I think it's great. When you're young, you need to explore and you need to find different things. But the sooner you can find the thing that is your thing, the better off you are. Because then then you then you get to experience the compound effect, right? Rather than starting over each and every single time and hitting the reset button, you're building on something and, and it's going to add up to something. So what you want to do is you want to do a little bit of research, not a ton. You want to form a hypothesis. I think I'm going to like this thing. It sounds very exciting to me so that you're making an educated guess. Then go for it and give it that really hard push because a lot of times people quit too early before they become successful and this is where focus and work ethic come into play and then at the end of it if you really find and discover for yourself this is not it for me then quit and make another educated guess and don't punish yourself for it it's okay to try it's okay to fail that's what life is about learning from those experiences chris i have a lot of goals but i have trouble crossing them off my list 
How do I accomplish my goals? If you want to hit your goals, you have to learn how to understand the difference between a goal and a wish. And a lot of people say, like, "How do I live up to my my expectations, my high standards?" It's because a lot of times it's just a wish. Like, I I, I want to be a millionaire by the end of this year, but you don't have a plan. It's not concrete. And when you have really clear goals, your probability of hitting it is going to be much higher. So you need to to do a couple of things because if you look into this, there's this acronym that I use. It's called SMART. S M A R T. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. The three that really matter, because that's a lot to remember, is you need to be specific about your goals. It needs to be measurable, like what does done look like, and it needs to be bound by time. Let me give you an example. My business coach helped me with this one. So, I would say,、uh, and his name is Kier. Kier, I'm really frustrated.、Uh, the designers are just not hitting my standards. So this is an external dissatisfaction, not an internal one, right? So I'm frustrated. He goes, well, what does it take to be a better designer, Chris? Because they're not hitting your standards. And I was like,、ah, I don't know. They just need to be better. He goes, well, how could they achieve that? Because we don't even know what that looks like. He said, I need you to make this measurable and specific. Okay, how does one become a better designer? Well, they can enroll in this course. Okay, they can read this book. Oh, that's good. And they can win this design award.、And、then I know they're they're better. He says, well, that's very specific and measurable, and we can work towards that. When do they need to accomplish this by? Six months. Okay, fantastic. Let's articulate this to the person so that they know they need to read this book, take this course, and work towards winning this goal, which is very attainable for them and relevant to them. Perfect. And now we can work on that plan. My anxiety goes away, and I don't have to feel frustrated because they also now have a plan that they can move forward with. Okay. So you need to have really clear goals, and there's a big difference between that and just wish fantasy fulfillment because that's where a lot of your anxiety is going to come in. The next thing you need to do is you have to realize this. This is from Tony Robbins. Is that complexity is the enemy of execution? If you're not clear about the audience that you're speaking to, if you're not clear about your goals, it's gonna sound crazy in your mind. So just reduce it down. Sometimes I refer to this as boiling it down to its essence. Get rid of all the other stuff. Don't make it complicated. Come up with your minimum viable goal (MVG). Okay, just do that. And focus on that. And the last thing is, you need to have a healthy dose of accountability. And sometimes it helps to have a social contract to talk to the people you care and respect the most, and let them know: in six months, I will achieve this, and it's very specific. And I know what I'm doing. Will you hold me accountable? Will you check in with me? And just that act of declaring it, especially if you do this in in public in social media, and say, "Everybody, I want you to hold me accountable. I'm going to hit this goal, or else." Chris, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give your 19-year-old self? The advice I'd give to my 19-year-old self is this: I want you to become a learning machine. And there's two parts to learning: you have to consume, and you have to consume in a very specific way. A lot of people watch a movie and they walk away, not really analyzing the shots, the sequence, the acting, the performance, the lighting. And that's how I look at the world today. I really try to break down, and I try to squeeze as much value from that thing as possible. Even when you watch a crappy movie, focus on the things that you would have done differently, and that's the juice of the lemonade that you're going to make. The next part is once you learn, you need to apply. You need to implement the things that you learn. Otherwise, it's like intellectual masturbation, which doesn't do anybody any good. Okay, it's like what academics might do, but what you have to do is you have to teach, you have to apply it in your life, you have to build something from it, and the way that you do that is you articulate that. 
And articulation comes in many different forms. So it doesn't mean that you have to be some super charismatic, talky person in front of a camera. You could write, you could blog, you could, you could do podcasting, you could do interpretive dance, you could build stop motion animation. You could do those uh, chalkboard drawings that uh, are time-lapse or you could do dry erase drawings. You could do sketch noting. You could do YouTube videos or you can create Instagram carousels and keynotes. You can speak on a public stage. stage. But what you need to do is you need to get into the practice of communicating and articulating your thoughts and trying to distill that through your specific lens to the world. If you can do that, you're going to get noticed. You're going to be seen as a subject matter expert and you're going to have opportunities open up for you. Chris, how do I stand out? Do I need a big audience? I can't be first. I can't be the best, but I can be really, really different. And you could do that as well. So be the first if you can. Be the best. And that's not easy to do. Or be totally wacky and different. And we're seeing the rise of the the cult of the personality where I know I'm not the best logo designer, but I'm going to be so weird and over the top. Like one guy that I know who does this, I know of him, is Zimri Mayfield. He's not the best logo designer, but he's goofy as hell and he's very entertaining to watch. And, and he's speaking to a very specific audience. And there are a lot of other people like him. In his paper, Kevin Kelly talks about this. He's one of the founding editors of Wired Magazine, that you don't really need a whole giant audience. You just need 1,000 true fans to make a living. So if you have a tribe of people who show up for you and who are willing to buy products, courses, and whatever else that you need to, to like make in the world, they're willing to give you $100 if they can spend $100 with you per year, you can have a $100,000 income. So you need 1,000 true fans who show up, who will, who will buy your audiobook, your ebook, and the physical book. They'll drive 100 miles to attend your concert. This is what you want. And there's lots of ways to monetize now. Because if you show up for them, they will show up for you. We have over 500 people who donate money to us monthly in amounts of $5 and up just because they want us to keep doing what we're doing, which really touches my heart. We have almost 400 people who are part of our private Facebook community who pay us $150 a month just to hang out with us, to do a coaching call every other week, to be part of office hours, and to be amongst their peers and to have a safe space to talk about business and creative ideas. Chris, what's one thing you want to leave the audience with during these challenging times? These are dark and challenging times indeed. And if you're in a business that's struggling, it's hard to find that silver lining in this cloud, right? What, we, what you need to do is understand a couple of things like uh, like this giant hand. Uh, if you're if you're spiritual or you believe in God, you could say it's the hand of God or just the universe or, or cosmic energy is sweeping across the board and taking out all the chess pieces on the board and saying, let's start over. And that's pretty cool. Because businesses are being destroyed, but in the ashes will come up new businesses and you could be one of those businesses. If you're quick to adapt to change and spot opportunities, you can jump on that. The other thing that I think of is I don't remember ever in my lifetime something that's happened on such a global scale that we as a human race can feel connected in like what is going on. It's affecting all countries and and villages and of all shapes and sizes. So I just feel like if anything, it's kind of making us more self-aware that these these imaginary borders of countries and cities are really just that that we're all part of the human race and that's kind of it, it makes me feel better knowing that we're all part of this challenge and we're going to get through this together flamingos migrate to mumbai every year between the months of october and march this year an exceptional number of flamingos have migrated to the mumbai metropolitan region now it's going to be a struggle so we're in it for the long haul uh, something else i want you to think about is this is that there has been never a better time for you to work on personal development. 
and, and one of my favorite business influencers, he's no longer here, but he said that you must work harder on your personal development than on your job. And for a lot of us, if we're laid off, if we don't have opportunity, don't focus on the dread and when things will get better, make things better right now. Uh, I have never read more books in my lifetime than in this period. I've never felt more productive and more connected to what it is that I'm doing because I'm having these kinds of conversations with people like you, Benji, all the time. And it's pretty wonderful. And if you can, and if you if you don't have a personal network that you can lean on in tough times and just talk to another human being, there are digital communities out there. Jump on that Zoom call, build a relationship with people. And this is maybe the kick that you need to take that action that you've always wanted to take, to build that business, to read that book, or to get out of your comfort zone and do something a little different. And that does it for today's video. Let's get into the recap. Number one, it takes time to sound like yourself. Miles Davis said that. And it's okay to show the arc of your journey. People actually want to see where you've come and where you're going. Number two, it's okay to explore and find out what interests you, but the sooner the better, because that's when the compound effect takes place. Number three, have clear goals. Most people do not have clear goals and that's where they struggle. So use the acronym SMART and get to it. Number four, actively learn, don't passively learn, and then convert it. Number five, you don't need a million fans. Be yourself, be authentic, and show up every day for those people, and you only need a thousand true fans. And finally, number six, take advantage of this time. Don't squander this opportunity to be the best version of yourself. Thanks for watching, everyone, and we will see you in the next video. Hi, listeners. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode or the podcast in general, leave a review on Apple Podcasts with the link in the description. Also, let's chat on Discord with the link in the description and keep each other motivated. Also, if you like to read and you want more than just audio, check out the newsletter in the description as well. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show.